0: Sexy. uh uh-huh. Sexy. Hi, oh yeah. Podcast listening people. So sweet. Oh, yeah. No right. way. Glad yeah. to have you all back here again at
1: Red Movie
0: Roma. The only podcast that likes to open that bag. Oh jeez. It's, it's out. out dip a pinky in it. Pinky. Mm-hmm. And just give it a little taste. Yeah. Taste to this guy. Hey
1: man, that's hot.
0: Well you want something hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't care. I said you want something hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want and you yeah. come to the right place, cause we have got a movie that's gonna knock you out, man. Who does this guy think he is? Well, I'm Rick, and I'm your host. You know what I say? Not my show, not my problem. Okay. Uh, maybe you'll think different when we get in this movie because we're gonna talk about Chuck Norris' classic Silent Rage. Take it away, Rick!
1: Silent Rage, 1982. It's an action, crime, horror, sci-fi movie. A sheriff tries to stop the killing spree of a silent, maniacal murderer who, as in the result of a secret genetic experimentation by an unethical scientist, has the ability to self-heal. Starring Chuck Norris as... Sheriff Daniel Dan Stevens, the long arm of the law in a town that which nobody really lives in, Brian Libby as John Kirby, the man who's a few sandwiches short of a picnic and starts killing everybody, Ron Hi-Ho Silver as Dr. Tom Halman, the closest thing to a Dr. Loomis this movie has to offer. He's the kind of guy you don't mind seeing hanging around from time to time. Stephen Keats as Dr. Philip Spires. Science! Tony Kalem as Allison Halman. Chuck Norris's main squeeze, baby. William Finley as the Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, wrong movie. As Dr. Paul Vaughn. Hey! It's William Finley. Stephen First as Charlie. The Sheriff's right-hand man. This movie's equivalent to Don Knotts, except he ate about five Don Knotts, it looks like. And Stephanie Dunham is Nancy Hallam. She really enjoys pizza and a whole list of other characters that really just don't matter. All these gifts can be yours here at Red Movie Rama. So we are ready to rock and roll, and let's go
0: down to the farmhouse where this all starts, where there's a dude losing the cheese off his sandwich and about to snap and kill like a woman and her husband and three unruly kids. No, no, wait a minute. This is, this is, this is how this movie starts? Yeah, we're not messing around here. This, this movie hits it right from the very beginning. Oh, man, holy geesh! No way. I mean... If we're going to start off like this, there's no telling where this movie's going to go, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, kind of what we're doing here. Look at this guy. Crazy guy. Living in this house with these people. Little crazy man. Probably needs an axe. Do some damage. Uh, no way. You're you're exactly right. He goes outside and gets an axe. Hey, uh, who is this guy? Oh, I don't know. I, th- I thought you let him in. Uh, anyways, the, the guy goes outside, grabs an axe, and he comes back in and kills the husband and, and the wife of the house. And it, it's kind of like The Shining. Oh, oh boy, that now that's a scary movie for sure. So, uh, who is this guy? Is, I mean, is, is this guy a relative? It, it doesn't matter. Look at this guy. Crazy guy. Got an axe. No way. What's he gonna do? Cut the wires? I'm out of here. Well, hey, man, where you going? Hey, uh, don't worry about him. He'll be fine. So, does somebody call the police? Kinda. I don't know. I mean, Chuck Norris does show up, and he chases Uncle Nutzy out into the woods, and he beats up Chuck with a oh, two-by-four.
1: You said up, oh, Chuck. <laughs>
0: you can't beat up Chuck Norris. We all know this. this is a scientific fact. Uh, I, I do have to ask, though, where do you find a two-by-four in the forest? It... It doesn't matter because Chuck Norris gets the two by four from Crazy Man, whacks him in the head and knocks him out, and throws some handcuffs on him. Well, it's about time, Jeesh. We've been waiting for that. No Good way for him. Well, no it, way. It may not be. There's no way. <laughs> it may, not, it may not be. Because, uh, dude breaks his handcuffs and breaks out of a squad car, so they threw him in the car and he breaks out of it, kicks the door off, grabs a shotgun, but before he can shoot, the cops all turn to him and just start blasting him. Well, somebody please put this man down. No way. Put him down. No way if it was me. If it was you what? He'd be eating a donut right now. A donut? No way. Yeah, okay. So, so, uh, you're telling me this guy's dead now, right? Well, no, he's he's still alive. He's just barely alive. But they do emergency surgery on him, but they act like they can't really do much for him. So it seems. Surgery, get real. So I I guess you're going to tell me what what happens? Sure will. The surgeon pulls out some high-tech regenerating serum, and they juice Nutsenstein up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Big mistake. That's like as dumb as injecting killer sharks with a smart serum or something. How right you are. Killer sharks, killer surgery, get real. Exactly. So now he's like a super psychomaniac who heals instantly. Jeesh, kind of like Jason Wolverine. Yeah, like Logan Voorhees. Not on my staircase. Well, that's exactly how Uncle Nutsy's psychiatrist feels, too, because he's trying to convince the doctors, hey, just let him rest in peace, because he knows this guy was way dangerous before. Who knows how dangerous he'll be now? Oh, I've, I've kind of seen this guy before, somebody like this. I think his name was Dr. Loomis. He's in that movie with the pumpkin. Yeah, he's kind of like Dr. Loomis, but not near as cool. So, uh, this, this doctor guy, is he, uh, is he kind of relevant to the film? Well, No, not really. It's just he's the brother to the girl that Chuck Norris is knocking boots with. Uh, ha, ha, ha. It's a family affair. Boots. I freaking love them. Well, I'm glad Dr. Loomis is worried about this because the last thing we need is more people running around causing a bunch of havoc. Well, we don't have to worry about a serial killer for that because we got a biker gang that's running around tearing up all kinds of crap. Oh, jeez, My mom used to tell me all the time at the naval base that bikers were nothing but trouble. Uh, well, I don't know about all bikers. That's a pretty bold statement, but this group, they're pretty bad. Which brings us right up to the part of the show that we call Movie Fight Night. Welcome back again to Movie Fight Nights. I am your host, Doc Egan, and I am here with every mother's nightmare, well, at least my mother's nightmare, the five fingers of doom, Jimmy the Claw. How you doing, Jimmy? How you doing, Doc? It's good to be back for another episode of some rip-roaring action. Yes, sir. You don't know how right you are there, Jimmy. And this is an unusual one, because we're down here roadside at the Greasy Hooker Bar. And what is lining up to be a fight for the ages? Give us a rundown, Jim. Well, it's my understanding, Doc, that this kind of goes back a few weeks with this rough-and-tumble gang that hangs out here. They was raising a little heck down at a local restaurant. And it's my understanding that Sheriff Dan didn't take much of a liking to it. Yes, sir. I think he's really looking at settling the score here tonight. And it looks like we're having a little bit of a confrontation before we even get to the fight itself. Yeah, the sheriff and the deputy both have to really watch it and be cool, because there's some bad people in this place. Yeah, and it looks like the deputy's not used to being in this kind of confrontation. Yes, he's looking a little shaken. Well, Claw, I think you would too. Look at that hot mama walking up to him. Yes, I see that doc. Looks like she's going to use her assets. Yes, he's a little spellbound at the moment. Oh, she just flashed him the boobies. That's it. He's toast. Might as well pull him out of here. Now, that's something to write home about. That is a fact. You know, Jim, this could get a little crazy. There's about 25 bikers in here. Yeah, and they're pretty loaded, and they all look like a bunch of (laughs) asshats. You're right, Jim. I may have to jump in here and help out myself. Well, you may have to, because the deputy just went outside. Uh Uh-oh, and here comes the King Sleaze. He's having a talk with the sheriff, and there's the bell. The sheriff makes the first move by grabbing him around the neck. He's not messing around. And the lady has just smashed a beer bottle over the sheriff's head. What a disgrace. Disgrace. Oh, it's a kick to the face, and the sheriff is down. Yes. The leader of the gang causing this big, ball-headed buffoon guy to come in. Looks like he's going to put him in a bear hug and try to break his back, Jimmy. I can tell you for a fact, that really hurts, Doc. It really hurts. I really don't know how much this sheriff can take of this. He's changing colors, Doc. Oh! And he boxes his ears, and now it's a series of punches to the face. Boy, oh, brutal. the sheriff's giving him a beat down his mama can feel. Count him out. That big guy is done. The sheriff better watch out for that guy with the pool stick. Oh, he broke the pool stick in half with his hand. That's pure strength. And now he's using it as a baton to beat the crap out of everybody. I hate to say it, Doc, but it seems like 25 people against this guy is just not a fair fight. He's gonna kill them all. He just hit that guy and he flew up on the table like it was nothing. It's reminded me a lot of that Go-Go song It says, Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, we hit that guy and he turned a complete somersault. This one guy's got a chain around his neck like he's junkyard dog. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, where'd that dump truck come from? He won't be at church on Sunday. He just kicked that guy 17 times in a second. This is a lesson to all you bad people out there. Never mess with the long leg of the law. I think these people are really starting to get stunned now. They don't know what to do. You got the leader yelling out commands. Well, at this point, you're losing so bad, you have to try something. This greasy bear of a guy's pulling out a Radford switchblade, and it doesn't do him any good. By the way, that brings us up to a sponsor for the show, Radford Switchblades. Reach out and shake someone. I think the sheriff just drop-kicked one of the village people. I don't think this gang expected this at all from this guy. He's tossing around like, like they're bags of dog food. It's pretty impressive, Doc. Oh, he calls out an audible. Just like Babe Ruth, he's going to point and knock you out of the park. He's trying to get his bike cranked. I think he's ready to get out of here. What do you (laughs) think, Jimmy? Well, he just threw a guy out the front door, so I'm thinking this is close to being over. Yeah, he got his hog finally cranked, and he's heading out, and... Oh, and he just smacked him in the face! The bike goes out the window, but that guy stays indoors. Uh, Folks, that's one for the books, because there's no way that guy's getting back up. It's over. Absolutely crushed him. I believe that's going to do it for us because the backup is about to show up, and I've got a record. Jim, what do you say? You ready to roll? Yeah, let me go to the can first. So long, folks. This is Doc Egan. We'll see you next time on Movie Fight Nights. I have to step over five guys just to get in here. Jeez, how much violence can you have in one movie? I've seen war flicks with less violence than this. Hey, hey it's it's all cool, because right after this, you get about three, three and a half minutes of just uh, a sex montage. No way. Chuck Norris and his girlfriend just go at it all over the place for days. That's all this movie is—it's—it's it's sex and violence, sex and violence. Hopefully, something different comes up next. So, 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 tell me what happens next. Oh, well, right after this, uh, Chuck and his lady uh, have a conversation about getting together again and, and uh, doing it somewhere else. Can we please get on with the movie? Teacups, I love them. Well, just hold on to your hat now because it's going to totally change the whole feel of the movie because now it feels like a straight-up slasher flick from 1978. Oh, geez, What is this movie doing? See if this sounds familiar. Um, uh, a killer POV shot... Of somebody walking up to a white two-story house, mm-hmm. sneaking into the kitchen, mm-hmm. finding a knife, oh yeah, and proceeding on through the house. Yes, I I think I've seen this movie. So is is this person? Are they are they wearing a mask? Uh, no, but he is wearing a one-piece jumpsuit and he's got his hair slicked back, so he kind of looks like William Shatner. Wait, William, William Shatner, the the guy from Airplane Two. Uh, yeah same guy so he's just randomly walking around and just going to whatever house he wants and starting to kill people is that what's happening now no actually this is his his psychiatrist's house so he's going to kill his psychiatrist okay this makes no sense at all it'd be even better if he just picked a random house right because why why is he why is he picking his doctor to kill him It, it doesn't matter Well, at least we're going to have the doctor kind of change his mind so he doesn't kill him. And then later on, the doctor's going to help the the sheriff, you know, kind of help capture him again, right? No, he actually just kind of kills him right there on the spot. (laughs) No way. No way. People climbing up in chairs just so they can look in the garage. (sighs) Please. You know you're exactly right, because the doctor does kind of shoot him a couple of times, but it doesn't stop him, right? He just gets back up and keeps on killing. Well, hopefully being the doctor lives by himself, it'll stop whenever he kills the doctor and he can just move on. But Actually, he's married and his wife went out to get pizza and also uh, Chuck Norris's main squeeze lives there as well. Well, I bet he's wishing they called just Domino's instead now, right? Uh, yeah, because, you know, she comes back home and finds him dead and then uh, Uncle Nutsy's running around in the house and she takes off scared and runs upstairs and hides like... Up in the rafters of the house. You know, that's a good hiding space. I remember when I was a kid at the naval base, I would hide in the rafters. Well, it would have been if she would have just stayed there, but uh, she just assumed that he had left and she came downstairs and uh, he grabs her by the head and slams her head against the wall. Makes a big bloody spot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Somebody's got to stop this guy. Well, we're kind of getting there because uh, in the meantime... uh, The doctor's sister, who is Chuck Norris's girlfriend, comes back home to get her bag and everything together because they're going to go out, and she's wearing a bra for once in this movie. And while she's getting ready, she notices there's a lump in the bed and a big bloody spot. Pulls the covers back, and it's uh, her brother's wife dead in the bed. And then uh, she looks over on the door, and her brother's hanging there on the door. This is too scary. How can you have this stuff on this family entertainment show? Well, I never said it was a family entertainment show. Well, okay, Mr. Family Man. Tell me what happens next. I, I bet you're going to tell me that uh, the the killer is still in the house. Oh, oh, yeah. He's still there. He's taking a power nap. He's taking a power nap? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, after you go out and kill four or five people a day, you you get run down. Gotta recharge the batteries. Jeez, this is just like one of those Nightmare on Halloween movies. Yeah, kinda. So, is she gonna try to call 911 now? Actually, she's gonna make a break for the door, and when she gets there, the sheriff's there. Chuck's standing there, ready to help out. And he notices that she's pretty shook up, probably has a little bit of shock, so he calls Deputy Do-Right to come pick her up, take her to the hospital, keep an eye on for a while. Well, I bet you after all that trauma, they're probably not talking about having sex anymore in this movie. Well, there's still 34 minutes left, so I wouldn't count it out just yet. Jeez, they're like rabbits. So, uh, who's, who's next on his hit list? Well, he's gonna go back and, 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 and uh, kill the doctors that created him. Well, that's a bit rude, isn't it? So he goes to their houses and kills them, I guess? No, he kills them at the hospital. At the hospital? But that's where chuck norris's woman is you're catching on so these doctors don't they want to stop him well in a way they do sure they do and one particularly wants to he basically gives uh mr Nutzy a shot and it totally stops his heart and you think he's dead and then he just kind of jumps back up and keeps going wow that seems kind of crazy now wait a minute now you just said they gave him a shot to stop his heart and he's dead but then he jumped back up and he's chasing people again. How do you come back like that? How do you come back after you stop your heart? Yeah, it's, that's a good question. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Oof. Just some bull crap. But what does matter is we have now a crazed homicidal maniac who self-heals running up and down the halls of a hospital. Mmm, that's original. Never heard that before. And Captain Cornflakes finds the room where the deputy and the sheriff's main squeeze are hiding out and he starts chasing her all through the hospital. Now, wait a minute. What, what about the deputy? Well, he, he picks him up and pretty, basically squeezes him to death and breaks his back. Well, what did he ever do to him? And where's the sheriff at? Oh, well, he's, he's out cruising. Oh, well, that makes sense. So I, I bet this movie kicks it into high gear after this, huh? Actually, this chase scene goes on forever. It's very slow-paced and kind of boring, actually. Oh, well, I, I see. Let's uh, let's board the uh, the audience to death. Well, you you kind of drag it on because you got to give time for Chuck to get into the hospital and make his way through and find out that his sheriff is about dead or is dying, and then uh, he's got to go chase the bad guy, right? Oh, so I get it. We're going to the big finale showdown in the hospital, right? That'll be cool. Well, actually, it comes down to they meet up in a room on about the seventh floor, and Chuck shoots him about nine times. Shot him nine times! And he falls out a window, and you see him land on the ground. Oh, what does he like, look away, and then he looks back, and then the body's gone again? Actually, him and his lady take the elevator. They come all the way down. They walk out there. She gets in the truck, and he goes and checks on the body that's still laying there, but he's not dead, and he jumps up, and they start fighting again. Well, she probably needs to get out of there then. Uh, Actually, Chuck is kind of having a hard time with this guy, so she puts the car into gear and just runs over the guy. There you go. Lady power. Uh, I'll say. And then uh, Chuck jumps in the passenger side. She continues to drive, but Uncle Nutsy latches onto the back of the vehicle when it goes by and starts crawling up into the truck. Sheesh, this guy doesn't stop, does he? Uh, Right, and he causes it to flip over and crash and catch fire, and they they get out in time, but he kind of burns up for a while, and he's screaming and yelling then he jumps in the lake. And guess what? He pops right back out. Gosh, I just don't see how Chuck is going to handle this guy. Yeah, it's a good question, because there's only one way to figure that, and that's to go back into another movie fight night. <laughs> And welcome back to another special edition of Movie Fight Nights. I'm your host, Doc Egan, and I'm here with my good friend, Jimmy the Claw. How's it going, Jimmy boy? How's it going, Doc? I have to say I'm not really a fan of these hours. I don't remember seeing the contract where it said we had to go through this kind of stuff. I couldn't agree more, Jimmy, but this will be something special because we saw that sheriff beat up the biker gang earlier, and now he's going to go up against a crazy homicidal maniac. Right. Yeah, and he not only did he beat up the gang, he beat up the girlfriends, too. So this, uh, I don't know, this would be interesting to see. Absolutely. And we're out here in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty isolated. But I did see a couple of families up earlier roasting some marshmallows at that nice gasoline fire earlier when that uh, vehicle caught fire and uh, pretty much burned to the ground. <laughs> it's pretty scary stuff. Yeah, you know, it's good to see uh, families come out and support events like this. Absolutely, Jim. Now, both men have shown up. We've got Kirby on one side and the sheriff on the other. And they're just kind of walking around each other. Looks like they're a little scared to make the first move. Well, wouldn't you be, too? I mean, you got one homicidal maniac, and then you got a sheriff who's scared of uh, being killed. It kind of puts a damper on things. As strong as the sheriff is, he seems like he's really reluctant to jumping into this. Let's see who springs first. Can't wait, Doc. This ought to be good. Oh, crazy guy jumps first, and the sheriff takes him to the ground. A kick to the... Jeez. And a quick <laughs> punch to the face. This sheriff is so fast. And he just throws the sheriff around like he's a sack of potatoes. Kirby's got super human strength, Doc. And again, flipping him across the dirt floor. Stirring up the dust. Wow, he's just really slinging this sheriff all over the place. I don't think Kirby really has a plan of attack. He's just winging it he's here. He's getting a little tired. Now, crazy man is taunting him a little bit. Oh, no. Come on, Sheriff. Show him what you got. Oh, a nice roundhouse kick to the face. That was a work of beauty. Incredible. Oh, you know he felt that one. Yes, indeed. It had a hurt. They're back up. Moving in close again. I have to admit, this one's not moving as fast as I expected, Doc. Oh, he swings in. The sheriff takes him down with a leg sweep. And a nice punch to the face. Now we're going for a choke hold from the crazy man. And the sheriff is fighting him back. He goes for a monkey flip. He is Monkey Flip the crazy guy. This sheriff is on fire. And a leg sweep from the sheriff. And he breaks the crazy guy's neck. Kirby is down. Oh, wait. His head is up. Unbelievable, Doc. He's coming back after the sheriff. Sheriff is crawling away. Hey, watch out. Oh, look out. A chop to the back. Oh, that. Had... And he tries to stomp on the sheriff's head, and the sheriff flips him over. This is insane. I've got a feeling this could go on for a while, Doc. Another stare down. It's hard to kill a guy that just won't die, Doc. Kirby jumps in and swings and misses. Another swing and a miss. Sheesh. And another swing and a miss. All power, no technique, Doc. Sheriff, kick to the midsection. And another roundhouse kick that brings the guy down to his knees. Oh, and we get another kick to the face. It's so good they show it twice. When they use the instant replay, you know you've got a work of art, Doc. Now he's dragging the crazy guy to the well. There's a well out in the middle of nowhere, Jim. What do you think about that? Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand it either. The sheriff's moving the boards out of the way. Looks like he's going to try to throw Kirby down into the well. It's an opportunity to bring this thing to a close, Doc. Yes, indeed. He's fighting him. He's trying to get him in. Oh, Kirby wakes back up. Grabs the sheriff. He should have reacted sooner than that, Doc. This really is causing a problem. Oh, it's a little bit of a struggle. Nobody's giving in. Right on the edge of the well. Wow, well, the crowd is showing He's up. got the sheriff... Head down towards the to the to the well now, so you can really hear the struggle. It's a struggle, and now the sheriff's girlfriend jumps on Kirby's back. Oh, but she thinks she's helping, but she accidentally helps knock the sheriff down into the well a little bit. He catches himself. Thanks for nothing, lady. She's riding on him like a rodeo bull. Oh, eight seconds, and the sheriff's climbing back out of the well. Oh, and he tackles, he tackles Kirby and takes him down, and the girl is totally knocked out of sight. That did be a listen, he lady. He throws him over to close to the well. Oh, another kick to the face and some punches. Two, three, four, five. It's a punch blizzard. Oh, and then he's picking him up and he body slams him into the well. Kirby is a goner. This sheriff's one tough dude. Wow, you have to chalk this one up to the sheriff. I think he did his work here. Hope his main squeeze is all right, Doc. Well, I hope she'll be okay. I don't see her anywhere. Well, like they say, Doc, when you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Folks, that's about all the excitement we can stand. Thank you for joining us here at Movie Fight Night. Gotta let the lizard drizzle. So, uh, he's in the whale? Yep, that's pretty much it. And he's just gonna stay down there forever? Well, that's the plan till part two comes out. Is there a part two? Uh, no. Crazy whale guy. Eating bugs. Get real. So, what did y'all think? I thought mean, oh, it was rad. rad! I thought it was radalicious. Well, on that note, folks, all of you listening out there, if you like Chuck Norris... And you like Halloween 2. This is basically the mashup of Lone Wolf McQuaid and Halloween 2. And, uh, you know, it's definitely got its moments. I think you ought to check it out. We will see you next time right here on Red Movie-Rama!